Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. America, the mothership has connected. Welcome aboard. It's the four-hour black hole block party. DA with you from the CBS Sports Radio Studios in New York, broadcasting to affiliates nationwide and north of the border. Anchorage to Atlanta. Green Bay to Greensboro. Kalamazoo and Waterloo Way are on the air. Hey, listening, D.A. Everything we saying, D.A. Everything. How are we doing, everybody? Thanks so much for joining us. Boy, it's been a minute. We appreciate you dropping on by. First day back, first morning back since the paternity leave from two weeks ago. And I am so thrilled to be back. We've got kind of a partial full-time staff back here today. Mraz happens to be out. Bogish happens to be out, but me and Pete have slid back in. So just when we thought hi, the Beatles were going to get back together, not so fast. So Mraz had to be out because Taylor com- came down with a little bug and Bogish is going to fill in for writer today, and so instead, it's myself, it's Pete the Body, back for our first jaunts, and then Pat Boyle, the man with the plan, is on the uh, on the producing duties, and then Peter Schwartz is doing headlines for us. So it's good to be back, and we're going to have a good show today coming up here this morning on the program. Tim Capstraw is going to join us, NBA analyst. He's going to drop on by in two hours from now. We'll have Canadian Bacon in hour number three. Last night was game two of the Stanley Cup final. And in 20-minute sound check, in 40 minutes, we'll talk a little VR and technology and how that's going to change us from a sports fan standpoint. We'll have video coming up next segment. We are ready to go and rocking right now audio-wise. 
but for those watching the simulcast on both YouTube, Twitch, and at WatchDA.com, we will have that all connected coming up in segment number two, so fear not. Well, we'll get to some NBA final stuff coming up here momentarily, but PDB, now I look up to you because you've done this already. <laughs> You're back with me day number one. How are you feeling? Good, good. You know, it, 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 you get into a rhythm. And once you get into the rhythm, you're ready to go do some other things. We have yet to find that rhythm. We, we've strung together a couple of drives that have ended in like field goals. We haven't, <laughs> we haven't puked all over ourselves. He's puked up a little bit. But we have, we have yet to get that rhythm. When does that rhythm set in? Is it like month two? Is it like <laughs> month six? When does that happen? For, for a new parent, I feel like it sets in maybe after a month or so. Okay. Uh, I mean, for someone that's done, for myself who's done it before, uh, it, it's it, you kind of get a rhythm by about now, so it, it's good. Uh, but but you'll get there, I promise. I promise. There's a light at the end of the tunnel to get that rhythm. <laughs> you'll get there, and then you'll be in a, you'll be in cruise control after that. I appreciate that. How's mommy doing? How's baby doing for you guys? Oh, uh, they're doing great. They're doing great. They're uh, 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 big brothers doing well as well, and uh, you know just uh, moseying along. Everybody is, uh, you know, just um, enjoying life, and, uh, and that's the way it is. So now you have Timmy as a big brother to now his sister. You posted the pictures on social media. Boy, she is absolutely beautiful. How'd you guys do that? Well, she didn't get the looks from me. Let's just say that. <laughs> um, yes, uh, but she is absolutely beautiful, and uh, she just uh, it's just a, a wonderful thing. That's awesome. And as you as you experienced for the first time uh, uh, recently too, it's just there's no words to describe it. Um, and just them uh, first uh, seeing each other in the hospital, uh, Timmy and and Carrie was was unbelievable. And it's there's no it's the best feeling in life. That is so cool. Yeah, Carrie is absolutely gorgeous, and it's cool that Timmy is over the world. And what is cool also is that. This was not planned for those that are wondering. Me and Pete having um, the great, wonderful blessing of having children at the same time of the year. Neither he nor I knew that the other, you know, the uh, the other couple was pregnant until many months into the pregnancy. When Pete told me at work, and then ultimately I told him and the guys, and it was like, when's your due date? When's your due date? And it was within days of one another. So that is just, it's so serendipitous and so awesome that it happened that way. But can you believe it? Yeah. Me and Pete basically announced, <laughs> announced a <laughs> child on the way the same afternoon. It was just incredible. I that it ended up being two, uh, what was it? Two days apart. We were, uh, you were two, you were the Tuesday. We were I was the Tuesday, Thursday. the 23rd and you were Thursday, the 25th, right? Yes. yes correct. Just outrageous. Yeah. So yeah, totally fortunate, totally a blessing and uh really cool. Now we got, uh, now we got a couple of, of children of the DA show that are within basically two days of one another, which is, which is really great coming up later on in the show. I've got some lessons as a new dad <laughs> with sports metaphors behind them. So we'll do that coming up here in hour number four, but let me start here this hour with the NBA Finals, because the last time I, I checked in with you guys was last week, 
And that was after a week of paternity leave, and I really had not watched a thing. I was just swimming in the pregnancy and the birth and the hospital and getting him home. And AJ and the Bourbon Bell are doing wonderful. They are sleeping right now. At least I assume they're sleeping right now. And, you know, they've they've just been absolute champs. So up until then, I really hadn't watched anything. I just, it was totally a blur. I missed most of the Eastern Conference Finals. I slept through the iconic game six of the Eastern Conference Finals. And, you know, by the time I woke up for the Stanley Cup Final, I'm like, who is in the Stanley Cup Final? I had to actually look at, oh, Panthers, Knights, okay, gotcha. But I have now, over the last week, been completely locked in because I've had overnight feeding, burping, and diaper duty. So between 1 a.m. and 5 a.m., if I haven't watched it live, I am watching everything as it happened a few hours prior. And a whole lot of top 10 lists as well. (laughs) A whole lot of top 10. Yeah, you you should see my YouTube search list these days. It's gruesome for (laughs) for all the old stuff I've watched between 1 a.m. and 5 a.m. But the other other night, uh, right after it was over, I watched uh, the NBA Finals Game 1, then the NBA Finals Game 2. Stanley Cup Finals last night, Game 2 and Game 1. So I'm all caught up to date on everything happening, all the baseball, etc. So after watching Game 2 of the NBA Finals, you know, it's a great win, obviously, by the Miami Heat. It's a great comeback victory on the road to knock things up. Now we're at one game apiece. But one thing kept creeping over me as I watched this game unfold the other night, and that is, was this the game? that choked away a title for the Denver Nuggets. It is where we begin. It's your cold open. You know, we had guys out there that were just, whether feeling sorry for themselves for not making shots or thinking they can just turn it on or off. Um, this is not the preseason. This is not the regular season. It's not round, this is the NBA Finals. And that, to me, is really, really perplexing, disappointing. I mean, just you need to know what to do, you know. And uh, we had a lot of mis- miscommunication and misunderstanding uh, they were getting open looks, uh, especially in the min- 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 uh, beginning of the game, uh, and uh, they had we have couple couple on the end of the game too. So we you just need to know where to be or what to do, what's the coverage or whatever. We won on the road before. I think we understand what's at stake, and they did what they were supposed to do. They came in here, they got a split. Um, you know. Now they're going home, and I think we have to go in there worried about game three. We can't worry about game four. We have to worry about game three. Um, you know, we have to be better uh, defensively. Uh, our energy has to be better. And then, you know, get that win on uh, when we play. I just think nobody cares on our team. We're not, we're not worried about what anybody thinks. Um, we're so focused in on what we do well and who we are as a group that at the end of the day, that's what we fall back on. Um, make or miss shots. We're going to be who we are because we're not worried about anybody else. That's how it's been all year long, and um, that's not going to change. So that's what I think it is. I think it's the I don't give a damn factor. I don't believe it. The most amazing, sensational, dramatic, heart-rending. It's DA's top story. Here he goes. It's your cold open. So what you heard there was a number of nuggets. You heard head coach Michael Malone, Jokic. There was Jeff Green in there as well. The guy that said, we don't give a damn, was Jimmy Butler of the Miami Heat. So, while the the Nuggets did blow this game, and now suddenly in the first two games they've blown home court advantage, I don't necessarily believe that was the, the epic collapse of the series, and here's why. I still 
think that it takes that for the Heat to win a game. That the Nuggets are much deeper. The Nuggets are far more explosive. The Nuggets have more weapons. And the Nuggets have the best player on the floor in Nikola Jokic. As great as Butler is, and you guys know I have waxed poetic about Jimmy Butler since they made the NBA playoffs, dating back to the play-in game. Even though he's amazing, Jokic is still a better player. Jokic is still a, a notch above what Butler can do. And by having the best player on the floor and one of the three best players on the floor in Jamal Murray, I think if you had to do a draft of the players in this series, it would go Jokic one, Butler two, Murray three. And then, again, once you get beyond that, I think it's a lot of nuggets in there. I think the Nuggets will still end up winning this NBA Finals, okay? So I don't think that that choked away the series, even though at times it felt like it, because as Butler just said there, the Heat don't care about anything that they can view as prosperity or failure. They are such a workmanlike machine, and in this game... It's a game two, you're on the road, and the way that you got trucked in game one, it would be totally easy for most eight seeds to kind of roll over and just be down 0-2 coming back home and just kind of focus on your home games. Focus on your home games, we'll take care of it there. And the Heat's fourth quarter was just insane. They couldn't miss. They absolutely could not miss. And when you have... The Gabe Vincents and Duncan Robinsons which with huge plays and Caleb Martins and Max Struces coming up with game-changing, game-defining moments, you can't count this team out from any situation in any series. And the reason why Game 2 scared me is Michael Malone talked about it all season long and what have I been saying I've I've echoed his concerns Malone has said that they just choose when not to play defense and when to play defense and it happened in that fourth quarter and champions don't choose in that way they don't decide oh yeah maybe tonight we'll go 100% oh maybe tonight we'll play defense no they don't have a head coach that needs to constantly wake them up and that's always worried me so while I do think the Nuggets still will end up winning the NBA Finals, that game two is an eye-opener because you shouldn't at this point still need your coach to wake you up. You shouldn't still need your coach to have to fire the alarm. And that's what Malone has done so often this season. Fire the alarm to make sure his guys are awake. Like me at 3 in the morning watching AJ. They, he's constantly done this. And so this is why I'm wondering, boy, if you keep the pressure on the neck of the Heat and you're the Nuggets and you're up 2-0 going to Miami, it feels far different than, wow, we let them get one. Again, I still believe the Nuggets will win this series, and I have picked the Heat all playoffs long to win their series, including against the Celtics. Okay, so it's not like I'm a Heat doubter. I still think the Nuggets just have a little bit too much in this matchup. But Game 2 is a real reason for worry for the Nuggets because it didn't have to be that way. It doesn't need to be this way, and they let it be this way, and credit the Heat for taking it. 
credit the Heat for taking it. But defensively, the Nuggets were once again a joke in that game, and it's happened too often over the course of this series. Over the course of the season, rather. First time it's happened in the series. Okay, if you want to jump in on the finals, 855-212-4CBS or on Twitter, DA on CBS. And let me tell you, if if the Heat do come back to win this series, we're going to look at game two. We're going to look at game two because they had a chance to keep their keep their foot on the neck of the Heat, a lesser team that was having a Cinderella run, and they paused and they lifted and the Heat took advantage because the Heat, they got guts unlike any NBA Finals team we've seen in a long, long time. When we come back here on the show, we've got Soundcheck, your best audio of the day. Trevor Lawrence is focused on 2023. How about everybody in St. Louis who's annoyed right now? And Michael Block still having the time of his life. We'll do that coming up next. DA, CBS Sports Radio. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. CBS presents this program in color. An educated person can't think he's going to get a recruit by uh, strippers coming in. They can fire you, but they can't eat you. And they run through our ass like through a tin horn, man, and we could not stop them. The audio you need to hear. It's DA Soundcheck. All right, welcome back. So glad you're with us. DA with you on a Trash Tuesday. We haven't even mentioned that yet. It's a Trash Tuesday, which means the trashes are coming out, coming up here in about an hour and change from now. So let us know who or what is bugging you, and we'll get to that coming up here throughout the morning here on the DA Show. Glad you're with us. And Soundcheck is brought to you by Wesley Financial. Stuck at a timeshare? Want out? Contact Wesley Financial Group now and get a free timeshare exit information kit at wesleyfinancialgroup.com. On to Soundcheck now, and we begin this morning talking about the NFL and the AFC South. Last week, or last season rather, Trevor Lawrence of the Jaguars had their breakthrough season, not only making the postseason, winning the division, but also that big comeback against the Chargers. We begin with Trevor Lawrence building off of year one with Doug Peterson. Here's Lawrence. It doesn't change anything for us. I mean, obviously, if anything, it's got to work even harder. I mean, it doesn't really change anything for us. Regardless of the expectations, 
the game is, is played on Sunday. You got to go out there and play the game, and regardless of if people think you're going to win, think you're going to lose, doesn't really matter. So, um, and that's the mindset we had last year, being pretty much the underdog in every game, and we got to carry that over this year too. And we still have to have that chip on our shoulder and prepare the same way. You know, we didn't, we still didn't get to where we wanted to last year, so we have a lot more work to do. Let's see about this team. I think we all know that they've got a bright future. Their quarterback is excellent. Their coach seems to be the right fit. They've got a lot of talent, especially with the offensive weaponry that they gave for Lawrence and with the defensive pass rush. There's a lot of reasons to like that team, especially in that division where you could have the Titans coming back to the pack. The Texans obviously are still in the middle of a major rebuild and will have a young quarterback under center. A Colts team that hasn't been able to get out of its own way the last couple of seasons. And so this should be the domain of the Jaguars. But it's much different when you were a young team and now you've got to build off prosperity instead of sneaking up on anybody and being everybody's kind of darling. And so let's see where this team is at. This is where, again, coaching comes in. Does Peterson have them ready to go? after probably hearing a lot of great stuff about how good they already are after last season. Sometimes that's tough for a young team. In baseball, the St. Louis Cardinals have lost their fourth in a row and six of their last seven. They're now 11 games under 500 and are 16th in the league in ERA, which is startling because we know the Cardinals are always competitive. They're never this bad, especially this early Here's mainstay Adam Wainwright. Everyone's frustrated. I don't know what to say. You know, everyone's some fans are frustrated too. I know. Meat is frustrated. We're frustrated. You know, um, we're looking forward to playing consistent baseball. Well, it's a strange thing because the Cardinals are never bad, right? I mean, they're just sometimes they don't make the playoffs, but they're never bad, bad. They're never this bad early in the season. And that pitching staff is a real issue. And they did not expect to be this bad this early. And so one of the stories, we always focus on the good stuff when it comes to early baseball stories. It's still kind of early because we're only two months into the season, two plus. But one of the big stories of the baseball season clearly is how awful the Cardinals are right now. And finally in golf, how about Michael Block? A couple weekends ago, the PGA Championship. This guy being a tour pro finishes 15th at the PGA Championship in Rochester. Has a hole-in-one during the during the tournament. He's kind of like the most amazing golf story we've seen in a long time. Then finished dead last the weekend after at the Schwab Invitational. So crashing back to earth, but still riding high, maybe after flying a little too close to the sun, as he name drops... Who? Here's Michael Block. He goes, hey, did you get MJ's uh, text? And I'm like, uh, what? I'm like, <laughs> MJ texted me? Uh, and I had thousands upon thousands of texts. So I I, had, I couldn't see anybody's. So I literally spent a half an hour yesterday here on the putting green at Colonial just going through all the texts that I could until I found them. And then I replied back. I mean, are we serious? Imagine being Michael Block and basically working at a... At a... Uh, at a golf course, and then suddenly your life changes so dramatically that you're getting texted by Michael freaking Jordan. The guy's a club pro. He said that's a sports center. Outrageous. Okay, and that is your sound check. I kind of feel like that's Pat Boyle's dream, and Boyle is in for Mraz today.
that if he could just overnight turn into a a guy that gets Michael Jordan's cell phone number and like laps up the the celebrity of it all for one glorious run, he would trade in all of his chips. Boyle, am I am I right in saying you you dream about being Michael Block? Yes and no, because DA, I I put that in there to kind of mock Michael Block because at this point, like I've I've had enough of this guy. Oh, okay. You had one weekend. <laughs> you had one weekend where you flew too close to the sun, and then you come in dead last, and then this last weekend he fails to qualify for the U.S. Open. And he's like, yeah, you know, it's just how it's gone the putting green, going through all my texts, just trying to find what Michael Jordan texted me. You know, I guess I, I, I had to make him wait just so I could text him back. I mean, dude, you're a loser. You're a loser. Oh, he's a lo- He just had an ace. He just had a hold and one at the PGA Championship. <laughs> yeah, cor- congrats. He had one weekend, and he's talking about, yeah, you know, I'm basically the same golf player as Rory McIlroy. Those guys just can out-hit me. You're a loser. You had one weekend where you actually did something, <laughs> and now you've come back to earth, and you're talking about you're trying to stay relevant. Oh, yeah, well, oh, Michael Jordan texted me? Yeah, I guess I had to stay on the putting green and go through my phone to find all my texts. I mean, talk about a, just a, a guy that has no feel and is just trying to milk this for everything it's worth. So, no, D.A., well, maybe I wish I was Michael Block in the sense of all the fame that came to him, but you got to handle it a lot better than this. This guy is such a phony. You're so really? funny. He's a phony. I mean, wouldn't we all do the same thing where he's just a regular Joe Schmo and he suddenly has this brush with greatness, and then he's ch- like soaking it in. Do you think that any of us would treat it any differently? Um, I mean, I guess it's in the moment. I guess it's easy to get swept up in it. But maybe how about uh, get your ass back on the the fairway and the putting green and get ready <laughs> for go. next week's golf tournament rather than finishing dead last. But, hey, Michael Jordan texted me, so you know what, guys? I'm cool. You know what? A year from now, nobody's going to remember that this guy did anything. He's never going to have any moment that comes close to what he had at the PGA Championship, and he is a white dwarf heading into a black hole. (laughs) Wow. Okay, so this is a guy that went from rags to riches. He's enjoying his newfound celebrity. He knows it's temporary. He knows it's fleeting. And you're calling him a loser who's going to be swallowed up by a black hole. Okay. Yeah, I absolutely. Sure. I mean, we, I've seen it here in New York. Matt Harvey, you know, he was, he was the talk of the town in New York for the Mets. And then he started, you know, dating supermodels, going to the club, not doing the right things, <laughs> faded out. And uh, this guy had one week at one tournament. It's not even like he won the BGA championship. He came in 15th. 15th. And he said, yeah, you know, Michael Jordan texted me. So I just, I had to keep going through my phone and the thousands of texts until I found it. Good for you, bro, because you're never going to make anywhere near the amount of coin you made in one weekend. And I hope your wife's happy that she has to sleep next to you every night. (laughs) Wow. I thought you were going to go the other way here. I got to be honest. I thought you were going to go the other way, that this guy's awesome, that he knows he's never going to be that, that great. So he's just kind of soaking it up for what it is. And I did not know you were going to say he's arrogant. And his wife should be embarrassed sleeping next to him and that he's a complete loser. Didn't see that coming. No, yeah, because what is if you have a weekend that you ha- that he had where you finished fifteenth, doesn't that show you, hey, like maybe I actually do have the talent. Maybe that if I continue to work on my game and not worry about Michael Jordan texting me, 
that maybe I can continue to to get a little bit better, and maybe in two weeks I can qualify for the U.S. Open rather than coming in dead last in the tournament before that and then failing to qualify. Maybe if you were two strokes better, Michael, you'd be playing in the U.S. Open and maybe you could have another chance at a miracle. No, instead, you can send a nice text back to Michael Jordan, who probably didn't even remember that, that he sent it. He was probably drinking some whiskey that night. Probably goes, who the hell is this guy? Oh, it was the guy that had the nice little run at PGA Championship. <laughs> oh, yeah, how's he doing? Oh, yeah, dead last. Oh, yeah, never playing in a meaningful tournament again. Yeah, screw this guy. Okay, got it. <laughs> I think it's got, get, it. got me hot, got DA. I, I guess so. Bet on him? So. I mean, really? I mean, I, I, no, I didn't, didn't bet on him. I didn't take what he said there as him being arrogant and look at me. I've got Michael Jordan on my phone. I think it's more like, can you believe this? Michael Jordan's actually texting me, but you hate him. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm to, not a fan of this guy. I will be honestly, I will be rooting for him to not do well. <laughs> <laughs> the only guy in America rooting against Michael because <laughs> I, I just I, to me it's 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 a bunch of baloney okay get on with your life okay yeah well we'll get on with our lives Michael Block so there 855-21 Tuesday yeah that's right 855-212-4227 on the phones Mac is in Bear in Delaware this morning here on the show Mac good morning how we doing good morning yeah good morning Good morning, Pete. Good morning, everybody. Uh, that, Good morning. that was something about that. That was something. <laughs> <laughs> I was still left. Oh, my gosh. I, I wanted to say thank you for taking my call, and I want to congratulate both you and Pete for uh, oh, thanks, your new man. additions in, in the uh, family. Um, DA, you're going to be okay. Don't worry about it. You know, when I had my first kid at 26, I uh, – I asked my grandma, what do I do? And she said, just take care of them. You'll be all right. Because believe me, she said, there's no book on how to do things with a newborn. But the thing is is that you'll be okay. Like I told you, you know, I wrote you and told you that you're Hall of Fame class. Your wife is Hall of Fame class. And you guys are going to be okay. And AJ is going to be in great hands. Appreciate that, man. Thank you. You're going to be a terrific father. Pete's already a terrific father. And, and, you know, all the guys out there are terrific fathers. But I want you to know that, you know, I really appreciate you. And, uh, you know, also I want to say the guys held it down for you. Uh, Mraz, you know, stepped up in a big way. Bogus was great. Chris Serter, everybody was great. Pat was great. You know, everybody. I wanted to, you know, just thank you guys. And uh, I'll definitely be listening to you. And, I want to say this to you for the first time. Happy Father's Day to you. Oh, man. Thank you, Mac. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate those kind words. Happy Father's Day to all the guys out there, and I'll talk to you soon. You take care. Right on, man. Thank you. Thank you. Back at you. Thank you. Yeah, I think that's that's one of the lessons that you get out of fatherhood is that there's just there's no playbook on this. You know, you read as much as you can and you're always searching on your phone is this what is this normal? Is what is he what is he doing here? Is that what you're supposed what do you do in this case? What and then you realize that the more you talk to your friends, you ask your parents what you were like or your siblings were like or you read this or you talk to a nurse or you talk to a doctor, you're just like everybody's kind of making it up as they go along. <laughs> Everybody is just trying to piece together the offense the way that they could piece it together to to string together some drives. But I appreciate that very, very much, Mac. And I'm glad to hear that the guys held it down. I got good feedback from all the listeners about how the shows went the last couple of weeks. So that means a great deal to me that uh, that they that they did well. Al is next up. 
He joins us this morning from Texas here on the show. Al, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. How are you doing? The best part of your life has just started. You're going to be a father, and that's one of the best things you could ever that could happen to a man. Mm. Well said. Well said. That that's oh my that just enjoy. Just enjoy and congratulations. Right Right on, man. Thank you. Getting getting on you now about this basketball. Okay. Um Eric Spokeser is a heck of a coach. He's awesome. And if you look at game one, they lost by 11 points. A lot of missed shots by Miami. Lots of missed shots. And they showed up in game two. Do not be surprised if they win game three. And now it's a huge pressure on Malone, the coach at Denver. So yeah, I would agree with that, Al. I would agree. Thanks for the phone call. There, there would be huge pressure on the Heat, uh, on the Nuggets rather, if the Heat win Game Three back at home. And I'm not discounting the Heat at all. I'm not discounting Eric Spolstra at all. Spolstra has proven time and time again what an elite coach he is. Can you believe this is his sixth NBA Finals? His sixth, four with LeBron one in the bubble, and now this one. So I'm not discounting this team at all. I'm just saying that overall, from a depth standpoint, firepower standpoint, best player on the floor standpoint, the Nuggets are better than the Heat in every regard. Maybe you could say coaching, advantage Spolstra. I'll hear you there. But I think I think the Nuggets will end up winning this series. But game two was an eye-opener for everybody that thought that because the Heat will never die. They just will not go down without a true fight. And the Nuggets, you know, when you have Mike Malone, who's calling out his team, hey, wake up, wake up, wake up, and the players admitting they didn't wake up, that's, that's a worry to me. Because, yes, it means that you know you should be better than the squad you're playing, but you, you're you taking it for granted. And I didn't like seeing that. That the Nuggets kind of to a man said, I don't know why we didn't play with more energy. I don't know why defensively we were lackadaisical in the fourth quarter. I don't know how that happened. Well, you know what? That's on you. That's your fault. And again, I, I give the credit to the, the Heat for snatching it. But the, the idea that all season their head coaches had to wake them up means that the Nuggets, for some reason, are taking things for granted that they have no business taking for granted. All right, we've got headlines right now. We'll get back to your phone calls coming up here shortly at 855-212-4CBS. But in for Bogus today, who is hosting the writer's show a little bit later on this morning, is our friend Peter Schwartz. And Pete's a dad to two boys who are doing well and 
always uh, crushing it on the sports field and otherwise. And so good to have Pete in with us today. Schwartz, good morning. Good morning, DA. Mazel tov to you and welcome back. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. Good to be back. It's uh, it's it's a great fraternity to be in, fatherhood. And For you, sure. will, you will learn a lot about it. Uh, I, I'm still learning a lot about it 17 years you later. You never so. stop learning, I'm sure. No, right? there's no manual. And, you know, the one thing is maybe you, you could help me somewhere down the road with this because I've tried talking to other dads about this. If you can ever find the mute button, please let me know where that is. <laughs> okay, okay, because <laughs> your your kids are just yapping all the time, huh? Try to find a sleep the, button. Regular sleep button. Right? I'm, tr- I'm trying to find that mute button, boy. Sometimes <laughs> you really want to find the mute button. There you go. <laughs> but this report sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career path with flexibility and great pay benefits? Go to progressive.com/careers. And apply online today, bundle today at Progressive.com. Let's begin with Game 2 of the Stanley Cup Final. We're halfway to Lord Stanley parading down the Vegas Strip. Michael to Marcia, all alone, he scores! Welcome back, Jack. Marcia makes it 5-1, two minutes into the third period. That was Dan Duva on Golden Knights Radio. Golden Knights with a 2-0 series lead as they beat the Panthers 7-2 in Game 2. Jonathan Marchessault with two goals and assists. He said Vegas set the tone from the outset with their physicality, especially that crushing hit by Ivan Barbashev on Panthers defenseman Rodko Gudis. Yeah, I mean, it was huge, right? Uh, I mean, I don't think uh, Gudis came back after that. And uh, I mean, he's a pretty big part of their team. He's super physical. He's a great defenseman. Uh, I mean, we had a par play, and he reversed it in there and just set the tone, and we were able to cash in. I think we got the momentum really early in that game. Aiden Hill made 29 saves. Panthers head coach Paul Maurice asked what his team has to do to turn the series around. The uh, parts of our game that we know we can improve, we're going to have to get to real fast. There's there's no doubt about that. We'll have a pretty simple game plan. I, I don't think it's about scoring goals in this series because I think uh, it's about defending the rush, and we weren't great at that tonight. Yeah, the, a couple of uh, big hits last night. How about the one that laid out Eichel? Yeah, the, I thought he separated his shoulder. Right, Matthew Kachuk. And I, I think Eichel said he thinks he's going to be okay. But, yeah, so you saw the physicality really pick up Oof. last night. And the Panthers played, tried to play some desperate hockey there at the end, but they had just no answers for Vegas whatsoever. And Vegas not, put up 12, 12 goals in two games at home. Now, I know that game one kind of got out of hand late, but – Oof, that night's team is flying right now. And I'm not really sure because sometimes, D.A., especially in hockey, the change of scenery, you go home, home ice advantage. I don't really know if that's going to change at all for the Panthers. This looks like a no contest. The Knights are too deep. The Knights right now are just, they're too deep. They come in waves, and the speed on the forecheck is yeah. ridiculous. They just, they're they are killing Bobrovsky, and Bobrovsky looks lost, especially when there's traffic around the net. So I'm with you. I, I think at the least the Knights get one of the next two and close this thing in five. They're just, they're right now just a total machine. And could you imagine, DA, you've been to Vegas many times, I'm sure, just like oh, myself. Oh, my. Can you imagine the what the debauchery is going to go on with that Stanley <laughs> Cup? Yeah. yeah, those crowds are great. These crowds have been great the entire postseason, but really for the finals, yeah, they are on their feet. I know, the debauchery for a, for a cup will be amazing. Game three set for Thursday in Florida. NBA Finals resume Wednesday night. 
in Miami, the Heat and the Nuggets tied at a game apiece. Now to baseball. Let's start in San Diego where the legend of Gary Sanchez continues. Manny at first, one out, no score in the second inning, and Sanchez lines one to deep left. Haps back. He watches. Gonna go. Two-run homer, Gary Sanchez. Already is third as a Padre. And a couple of pitches after David Ross is ejected. Sanchez goes deep, and the Padres jump out two to nothing. Jesse Agler on Padres Radio. Padres over the Cubs five to nothing. As you heard, home run number three for Sanchez in a Padres uniform since being picked up on waivers from the Mets last week. I wow. c- Listen, I know Met fans got to be scratching their head. Maybe other t- – as a Yankee team. fan, I'm scratching my head. I We're, mean, right? Like, who could have seen the the renaissance of Gary Sanchez coming? I mean, that's just nuts. Yeah. Nuts. Uh, football, the NFL investigating Colts cornerback and kick returner Isaiah Rogers for possible violations of the league's gambling policy. The Cowboys released wide receiver Antonio Callaway after he was arrested last weekend in Miami for driving with a suspended license. And let me close with this, DA. I, so happy for the fans in western New York. The Buffalo Bills held the official groundbreaking for their new stadium yesterday. The new Highmark Stadium expected to open for the 2026 season. 63,000-seat open-air stadium, $1.54 billion is the cost. They'll have a grass field, and there'll be an overhang that will protect the fans from the elements. See that? Now, that's what I'm talking about. You don't need a retractable roof. You don't need a dome. You can just protect the fans with a canopy. The Dolphins do this kind of with a hard rock in Miami. Mm-hmm. Protect the fans with a canopy, but let it be open air. Let it be grass. I think that's the perfect marriage. And up there in Buffalo, people saying, you know, they need a they need a dome. You know, what? Ha- no. Those no. people need outdoor elements, you know, because you went to school up there. Yes. That's what they need, and they got to keep it that way, so I'm happy about it. Yeah, that. I think they got the best of both worlds with this. Let's be honest. I don't, I'm not really sure Buffalo is ever going to get the Super Bowl, so I don't think I don't think that's that right. Would, yeah, that would ever. So the fans love that up there, and I like the canopy. Over, you know, Red Bull Arena here you know, in the New York area is very much like that. The field There's is, a lot of so- – yes, a lot of soccer MLS stages. You're exactly right that have that type of right. seating. I think it's great. I think it's great. Very happy for the fans in Buffalo. You're right about that. All right, thank you, Pete. Schwartz's headline this morning when we come back. Is VR going to change our sports world? Laughter is the only medicine. (laughs) The DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. All right, a Trash Tuesday around here. So what you got? Hit us up with who or what is bugging you. And we'll do that coming up your next hour on the show. That's on Twitter at DA on CBS or on the phone at 855-212-4CBS. And listen to the show in podcast form. The best of the show or the full four hours always available every place that you get your podcasts. Just search the DA show, subscribe, rate, and review. So Apple has unveiled a $3,500 Vision Pro VR headset. And the hope for Apple and the thought amongst those in the tech world that this is finally going to push virtual reality into the mainstream, that this is the one that finally gets everybody on board. And for how long have we heard about VR transforming how we view all of our sports, how we view our games, our sports, etc.? And this is now the next incarnation of that. 
And I don't know what types of new bells and whistles is going to be on this one, what this one is going to be more user-friendly or more advanced or what have you. But I think this is a losing bet. I do. I think this is a losing bet. This feels to me like a laser disc situation where the tech people told you, oh, this is going to revolutionize everything. Everyone's going to have this. This is what the new thing is going to be. It's Betamax. And instead, people gave it a whirl and said, eh, I don't think so. You know, we had heard for years that VR was going to put you courtside for the NBA Finals, no matter where you were in the world. It's going to put you at midfield, 50-yard line for the Super Bowl. You were going to be able to buy season tickets to your favorite team without even being there. And to me, I think what we've seen with, I don't know, let's just say the last five to seven years as this has become a thing is that people aren't go fans aren't going for the artificial experiences they're going for the real experience and then promoting the hell out of it that's the natural inclination now vr might be great in other other ways like if you wanted to walk the amazon from an educational standpoint if you wanted to sail the Mediterranean, if you wanted to see what it's like to be on Mars or something, I could understand that. But something tangible that people do every day, I don't think sports fans want to be transported to these events because they would have done it already. I mean, like we've had VR goggles available for years now at affordable prices and, and it just has not taken over the way that it is the way that they say it should. And I, I think there's happens to be these types of events throughout history where you're told what the audience is going to like and the audience then tells you back, we're not into it and nobody listens. So Apple is doubling down on this. And I, I just don't, I don't know why suddenly this would change at 3,500 bucks a clip when people just have that money to spend at other things and would rather do it in person. I don't think it's going to change anything. I really don't. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 